Hi everyone, welcome to the Wellness and Wahala podcast. A wellness and Wahala warrior is a winner, a world changer, wise and winsome. They are dedicated to tackling Wahala, which means issues and problems in Nigerian Pigeon for the good of humanity. Our tribe of subject matter experts in our village are a voice to the voiceless. Oya, join me, the former diplomat and public health advisor, Dr. Tomia Demokun, better known as Oma Oba, as she gives you the best public health wellness and Wahala gist with wonderful people using their compassion to take action to put us on the pathway to a Wahala free life. Over to the Wellness and Wahala podcast show. Thank you. Bless up. girl dr tommy better known as ama alba i'm back oh yes i had a rest because it was going on personally and professionally you know so i had to take a break but i'm back here is your girl dropping a new episode of wellness and wahala podcast so for those of y'all let me just jump in april is diversity and inclusion month y'all so let me tell y'all what that is, especially being Nigerian-American, first-generational Nigerian-American here in America, raised by Nigerian parents um, and born, uh, first born um, in America. Uh, uh, me and my sisters, you know, um, have brothers back at home, but Diversity and Inclusion Month is dedicated to promoting and celebrating diversity, equity, and inclusion in various aspects of life, including workplaces, schools, communities, and beyond. It's a time to raise awareness about the importance of creating inclusive environments that respect and values individuals from all works of life, regardless of their race, ethnicity, gender, religion, disability. We are all made unique. God has made us unique. Okay, we all have our own individual blueprints. Nobody has, you know, our blueprints, our fingerprints. God made all of us unique. Even if you be a twin, if you check your fingerprints, it day different. God made you each unique and beautifully and wonderfully made, y'all. So we need to appreciate each of our diversity um, and uniqueness because that makes that's what makes the world um, beautiful and our nation. Diversity and inclusion organizations and individuals often engage in activities such as workshops, trainings. If you haven't taken any diversity, equity, and accessibility and inclusion trainings, I would suggest you do. Also on cultural celebrations, you know, I'm Nigerian, so any of my American friends, I introduce them to our culture, you know, our Afrobeat music, our clothing, and, you know, of course, my mom, Tomati, her cookbook. If you haven't got her Tomati cookbook, get it on Amazon. You know, I had to drop <laughs> some shout outs to her. But the, her famous, like, Nigerian jollof rice. We have, like, a West African jollof wars. And, of course, Nigeria, we're number one. So, you know, I'm biased. But, <laughs> um, you know, um, di- diverse foods, um, 
it's, it's just good to learn and also travel travel is learning i just came back from hawaii um deployed for work tdy for a conference of pacific island health officer association meeting and it was great i support um the u.s pacific island and the work that i do so the three territories and three freely associated states so the three U.S. territories, American Samoa and um, CNMI, Commonwealth of Northern Mariana Islands, and also um, Guam was there. Ministers of Health, Directors of Health, and uh, my colleagues that I've been working virtually over the past three years during this pandemic, but I was able to see them for the first time, so I'm blessed. Then the freely associated states, Ministers of Health, um, and senators and many high-level officials and stakeholders, both internally in the federal government and externally. So, um, Federal States of Micronesia, Republic of Marshall Islands, and Palau. And also, it was based in Hawaii, so learning that culture there, aloha, um, meaning hello. And Guam is like half a day. And America Samoa is talofa. So it's good to learn different languages. That's part of our diversity, our you know, our beauty. So we should celebrate the rich diversity that exists within um, the communities here in the U.S., both on the mainlands and in the, in the islands. Um, we also have Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico. That's part of the territories here. Um, but I've learned a lot in my work just supporting um, these U.S. Pacific um Islands. So how can you observe and celebrate Diversity Month? So I'm going to drop some hints, y'all. Number one, you need to be considerate to everyone. Don't point. The point of celebrating diversity is to respect and appreciate everyone, no matter where they come from or the color of their skin. Treat people equally with the amount of respect. Treat people how you want to be treated, okay? Consider people how you want to be treated, okay? That's as simple as it is. And it makes the world a better place. Respect people. Give people honor. Salute them. You understand? Humble yourself. God says that he will exalt the humble. When you're too proud, you think, ah, my race is better. You just make yourself look like a fool. You, you know be better. Do you understand? <laughs> the only person that is better than anybody is God. And Jesus Christ, the Messiah, period. Um, but other than that, he has created all of us equally. So we need to respect each other and appreciate our differences. And once again, I like to give a shout out to my sister, also Twin Travel Agency. She gives you the best deals. Traveling is learning. You learn about different cultures and languages, the food, the diversity, the people, history is really good. Um, listen to people from other cultures. If you are working in the Pacific, I like to get close to my colleagues that are there, learn the language. You know, even I got um, a gift from the Marshall Islands from my colleague, a beautiful chain, um, sea sales chain, and I wore it, you know, um, during the conference, and it was so nice. Even my Uber driver, can you imagine, was Marshallese, and it was like, oh, that's so beautiful, you know, recognize it. So it's so good to embrace other people's culture. I love it. Learning by traveling is, is, is key. It's not everything that you can learn from books. Sometimes you have to interact with people and travel. So listen to people from other cultures. Some of the world's most urgent problems stem from the fact that minorities tend to not feel as represented or listened to as the majority. If you have colleagues or co-workers who feel like their concerns are not being heard, listen to what they have to say. Help them get their points across. Advocate for them. If you're in a position of power, advocate for those that people don't necessarily listen to you understand if we can foster more inclusive work or social environments then we are one step closer to achieving global harmony and a better world okay 
Then number three, learn more about different cultures and lifestyle. As I said before, um, one of the ways that I do, I have friends from different backgrounds. I interact with them. You know, um, like next month, May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, you know. inclusion and accessibility so this is a bonus track um, in regards to disability um, and diversity equity and inclusion by um, the united nations disability inclusion strategy which launched in 2019 provides the foundation for sustainable and transformative progress on disability inclusion through all parallels and areas of the work of the united nations including human resource management the strategy enables the UN system to support the implementation of the Convention of the Rights of Person with Disability and other international human rights goals like the Sustainable Development Goals. Through the strategy, the UN system will systematically embed the rights of persons with disability from all forms of diverse, diverse cultural background to work together and we will build trust and confidence among persons with disability to ensure that they are valued and have dignity. Um, and especially, you know, this is close to my heart, having my mom, you know, who's disabled and she fell and had multiple surgeries on her leg. Um, it was just a very traumatic experience for my family. Um, even recently, um, I got injured and, and, and fell um, and tore my meniscus and um, have to get in, um, injections and, and also physical therapy. So um, and had to make a lot of accommodations, um, even change um, the seat, even though I work from home, thank God, but it's a lot of accommodations. Um, I thank God. Also, I have like a therapeutic bed um, and my mom. So it's the remote control one where I can adjust and elevate uh, my leg. So um, disability inclusion is also um, extremely vital, not just cultural um, diversity here. Um, how can we behave in ways that are disability inclusive? While all United Nations personnel must be aware and most personnel um, should be aware of disability inclusion is especially important for managers and supervisors, directors, um, those in the senior management team to be inclusive in the hiring process and the management. Being inclusive specifically means, one, taking time to build relationships with your team members, two, educating team members that some disabilities are not visible and that they are not surmountable, three, asking about their lives and work-life balance to alleviate concerns about the disabilities they might have, four, protecting the privacy of our colleagues and allowing to share it when comfortable, five, identifying the best method of communication organizational style, and preferred workspace arrangement. Uh, then encouraging use of flexible working arrangements as its benefits, productivity, and work-life balances for all side six. Seven, ensuring reasonable accommodation where needed. Eight, providing frequent clear feedback about daily or weekly projects and progress towards overall goals and work plans and also nine scheduling regular feedback and discussions all staff regardless of disability need to hear their performance is viewed and to find out what they need to do to improve and as I mentioned before taking diversity equity um, and inclusion trainings and making it um, required especially for all management 
and all supervisors. And when I mean accessibility, some of the things that needs to be provided, um, you know, like desks, when you're working at a desk, um, some things that you um, that you need, like screen readers, keyboard navigation, um, adjustable chairs, adjustable desk, so many um, things, text color contrast, um, block blinking, help. Um, so there's so many like different accommodations um, and accessibilities that should be put in place and adjustments um, that would be needed for those that have disability to modify and change those settings to make it functional for them um, and, you know, assist with the technologies um, that would better make them more accessible into uh, having an enabling environment to work. So thank you. Thank you. Um, Once again, all of us um, should do our part for a more diverse and equitable um, and inclusive and accessible world and workplace, both publicly and privately. Um, We all need to be doing things in our professional and personal life. Thank you and have a blessed day. Bless up. February is Black History Month. Try to learn. You understand? They have, there's a lot of parades. There's, a, there's museums that you can go to, African-American museums. And when I travel and I, you know, go to different countries, like when we went to Dubai, we went to their museum there. Go go and find out what's going to happen from the past, the present, and, you know, and, and where we did. You understand? So, because to really understand what's going to happen now, you have to even understand the historical part. So I, you know, I'm a... Uh, a person that loves going to museums and 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 reading about um you know what's going on um, where people come from originally how they have adapted and go to where they are today the process it helps to learn about different cultures for you to understand and further most of the problems in the world now all the while highlight that we they face now is many of them is from lack of understanding and empathy that's why many countries are at war you understand lack of understanding the one person think that's better than the other now not rubbish um and because we're from different cultures so, culture so interacting with other cultures or those living in different lifestyles than yours can help eradicate those misunderstanding and even prevent wars you understand so take the extra and do it in a humble way you understand? So, um, and also encourage others to respect differences. Diversity doesn't merely mean recognizing different cultures and ethnicity. It's about how we understand them and how we are really willing to listen and appreciate those differences that others have. Celebrate Diversity Month is a month dedicated to gaining new perspectives on the lives of others around you as a way to educate yourself and foster a more tolerant society. Also, it helps broaden our horizon. To truly understand others' perspective, we must be able to broaden our own and fully experience them for ourselves. Humble yourself to learn. Do you understand? We're lifelong learners. We always go learn. Don't say because I have a degree, I already went to school, I don't finish learning. Now rubbish. You understand? You learn every day. I even learn from my daughter. I learn from my sister. I learn from everybody I interact with on my team at work. I always grow and learn. I don't think that I know everything. Do you understand? Humble yourself. You go learn. But if you think you know everything, you're not going to learn anything. Do you understand? There is no better way to 
understand a different culture than to experience it. Travel, as I said, engage with other people, celebrate diversity in a way for us to develop a greater sense of respect towards others and celebrate our differences. After all, it is these differences that make the world as interesting and beautiful and unique as it is today. Also, it takes you out of your comfort zone, I understand. But it's a time to reflect, you understand, for those belonging to the majority class and though months, messages and celebrations can be refreshing and thought-provoking and try to humble yourself and engage with other, other, other cultures. Don't say, oh, I'm, I'm this class, I'm better. No, you're nobody better. God made all of us equal. Sometimes we tend to be too isolated in our worlds that we're unable to see the world around us, especially if you just engage with one race or one group. It's better, all my friends, I have friends from different, matter of fact, all these seven continents, I, I have friends everywhere. And if I don't have a friend there, I have a friend or a family member that has somebody there. Do you understand? So we always try to expand your horizon. And one of the tips, I guess, I will give you one more time. Twin Travel Agency, contact her. Travel, learn. And engage with other people, engage with other cultures, not just in your work, but outside of your work. Hence, Celebrate Diversity Month is a way to push us out of our comfort zone and into something greater and more worthwhile. And it helps us to appreciate the diversity and the beauty of our people and our nation and our world. And just the beauty of God's creation that he made us so unique um, and so diverse, but um, it, it makes us so beautiful, you know, and we should be inclusive. If it's a workplace having a diverse um, an inclusive executive board that has both, you know, females and males and people from different races that are highly educated and that can bring the innovative strategies to move you forward. Those with diverse workforces, they actually perform better in those companies better than those that are not. The facts are there. Go and do your research. I tell you, they did. So let us embrace our diversity and do the extra steps you need to do. If you don't understand, there's a lot of free online trainings. I will drop some links um, for some diversity and inclusion and accessibility um, trainings. But it is very important that we do our part. Um, even It's not just in your workplace, but even personally. Try to engage with other cultures. Learn, you know, um, go to cultural events and museums, travel, um, and just appreciate the wonderful diversity of this nation and our people and our world. So thank you for tuning in. And I will leave you with the African proverb of the week about um, diversity. So um, one of the proverbs says, the beauty of the world lies in the diversity of its people. Once again, the beauty of the world lies in the diversity of its people. So I love that proverb. It's an unknown um, author, but wonderful proverb it hits it i love african proverbs once again the beauty of the world lies in the diversity of its people thank you bless up and i wish you no wahala this week and season much love and blessing Mwah. we lift you high hands of hearts open
happen so about just the current affairs that are going on um and just um some recommendations on amazon prime the first nollywood um big film that just released gangs of legos if you didn't see it it came out april 7th it's on now on amazon prime it is the bomb.com i mean get ready okay it's an action drama movie a lot of drama bloody drama but um, it's 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 very relevant even to um, what's going on in in Lagos and and um, across Nigeria today, especially with um, the the past elections. Um, also, wanted to talk on the latest of um, Apostle Tommy Arayomi and his wife, um, the prophetess, who got arrested wrongfully in Abuja when they flew from Lagos to Abuja for a prayer retreat. They were picked up at the airport by DSS. They were harassed um, because of his, um, and when they went into questioning, I believe in in regards to his prophecies um, about the election and the corruption and all the violence and evil that happened. Um, And thank God that they're British Nigerian citizens. His twin brother, Toby Abayomi in UK was able to contact um, the UK government officials, and I'm sure they're going to contact with the British um, UK High Commissioner, the ambassador in Abuja, Nigeria, and they were able to release them, and um, they left abruptly um, with their three young children back um, abroad to London. I think they're now in the US, but they were able to safely escape um, freedom of speech on <laughs> Unfortunately, is no longer um, free in Nigeria um, and, and safe. Um, and Nigeria is supposed to be a democratic country. Being the most populated country in Africa, we really need to know what's in day happen. Um, we are here in the diaspora, but it saddens me what is going home back at home. So I'm going to um, continue to write our U.S. Um, Congress officials. I've already um, wrote Representative Johns and then also um, Senator Corey, um, who is um, the chair of the African Subcommittee, Foreign Affairs Committee on Africa, um, in regards to, you know, for peace and security and also a lot of our U.S. government investments in Nigeria. Nigeria being the most populated um, country in Africa, human resources, over 200 million people, and the richest um, country generating GDP country in Africa. 
number one, um, especially because of our oil and other um, natural resources that we are blessed with. Um, the elections, I'm quite disappointed. It was not free and fair. And um, I know the opposition party has um, went to court. I'm praying the justice system will not be corrupted and, and justice will be served. And I know that God always has the final say. But at the end of the day, we should have freedom of speech regardless of who you um, support. And when you're prophesying, you're hearing from God, you know. <laughs> You know, they talk about your own personal opinion. So it's just alarming um, what's happened. And, you know, I think all the diaspora, um, wherever you are, we should call um, on, on, on sanctions and justice on these very corrupt leaders back at home. We have the power to speak up. Our people back at home, unfortunately, you know, if they do speak up, they're in danger of being attacked, being thrown in prison, or worse, even probably being assassinated. So... It is very important for us in the diaspora, um, because we are blessed, we have dual citizenship, to reach out to our congressmen, officials who head um, the chair of African affairs, and, and you know, they can reach out, and also the U.S. ambassador um, in Nigeria also put out a press statement, um, um, and, and highly, um, you know, spoke, you know, about them having monitors, um, U.S. government diplomats, um, monitors at um, certain voting um, stations at the elections, and they witnessed firsthand, no second-hand, news firsthand, the violence and the corruption that happened. So um, I'll drop a link also to her press statement, um, the U.S. ambassador, um, Mary in Nigeria and Abuja, but um, I'm just highly disappointed um, we need to continue to um, write our government officials and raise our voice and work for um, better Nigeria. I also have a link um, I would drop for the diaspora voting bill petition that I um, came up with over a year ago because um, it's very important that we also, if we can't affect policy, we cannot even vote. We should be able to do absentee voting and even us in the diaspora be able to vote. We have dual citizenship, um, but they have not passed that law yet. There's nothing in our constitution that's, that goes against us not voting. We are Nigerians, whether you're in Nigeria or you live outside of Nigeria. Um, we should have the right and voice to be able to vote for our leaders. But um, it's one thing to be given the right to vote and then being able to vote and our votes not um, being counted appropriately. So, I mean, but one step at a time, you understand? So, I will also drop the link to that petition. I really appreciate your support. I thank you. And, you know, um, another way to have news, of course, here uh, for you guys in the um, America, the diaspora, um, you guys are following the economy. The dollar is is, um, the, is, is dropping. A lot of banks are in turmoil. Um, it's really good. And I've been reading and doing a lot of research on investing um, in natural minerals and gold and silver and and other things. So I think that we need to really diversify our portfolio of investments, whether it's real estate, whether it's gold. Um, we should not just depend on um, your, your your one salary. You know, go walk. Um, that's um, this. The economy right now is going to be shaky, and I think that things are going to get a lot worse. Um, I think we're living in like the Joseph season. Um, you should listen to my podcast with Apostle for Ronson talking about Joseph Mandate and his upcoming book that will be coming out. But I think we're in the season right now of planning 
and in preparation um, where we have to use our resources this next seven years because the next seven years after um, this this seven years is going to be you know extreme famine and, and, and hardship and um, so we need to really like do our research about um, diversifying our assets and um, and investments um, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, my Waiting Day Hapun um, bonus right now. Lots of other good movies on Netflix. Um, I'm a Nollywood fan, you know, Afrobeat. Davy Doe just dropped his new album. You guys, <laughs> it's theboom.com. So, shout out to him, um, especially. Um, he's, he, he's went through a lot with his wifey. So, God bless him and um, God bless his wife. And um, I'm. Just looking forward to great things. Burnout Boys doing great things. Um, my sister TT Loki, uh, Afro Trap Queen. So shout out to them. Um, Afro Beats to the world. Um, now, I mean, we can go everywhere on the radio. We're here. Afro Beats here streaming in the diaspora. Um, I've always been a supporter since I was young. Um, but I'm happy that the world has cashed up. Um, but we are the originators anyway. But. I know we'll go there because Africa, I really believe, is the holy land. Even if you look when uh, Mary and Joseph was trying to flee from the king that was trying to, you know, kill all the the, the firstborn sons and, and the babies. And um, they fled to Egypt, Africa, um, which is a continent of refuge. Jesus was there. I mean, so um, Africa is very strategic in this time. So even investments in Africa, um, I think people should diversify in and buying shares and and stocks and minerals there but um yeah thank you thank you for this waiting they happen bonus i hope it helped you i am going to finish now watching gangs of lagos um uh, it's like 125 minutes old but it's, it's it's well worth it so yeah let me know drop comments using hashtag wellness and wahala bless up